it's the daily podcast and this is uh what happened uh in number 23 for september the 6th which was a thursday firstly a bit of news a bit of local news <coughs> i found amusing uh there seems to be uh a trend developing here in thailand uh, which probably reflects the the fact that the haves uh, aren't particularly liked by the have-nots and the have-nots want to become the haves. Um, there's been a series of thefts from the uh, temple donation boxes. Uh, people here in Thailand go along to their temples to make merry and hand over wads of cash and put it in a little box. Well, apparently there's now quite a few people that are doing the rounds and going in and stealing that, Murray. Um, so much for um, uh, religion and the power it has over your morality. Uh, the other news that I spotted, which I found quite amusing, was uh, TV newsreaders. Uh, they are now starting to adopt... Uh, a mobile phone as a means of communicating their news it appears that the old uh, pen and paper script uh, is on the way out um, and now they just pick up their phone and start reading from social media <sighs> what a state we're getting in uh, and uh, my third bit of news is uh, not new, I've been ranting about it for days, but um, the, the fact that the um, uh, US Tennis Federation decided to put a roof on the Arthur Ashe Court in New York, um, well, they really can't have done much of a good job because the idea of a roof was to cover the stadium when it was raining so that no play would be lost. However, there hasn't been any rain there, but the way they've designed the roof is that it sort of partially covers the, the, the court. Um, and I don't know whether that was deliberately designed to help the, um, the fans whilst watching in extreme heat, but it certainly had an adverse effect on the players because they've all been bitterly complaining about the fact that the humidity is so extreme and uh, that they can hardly breathe because there isn't enough air circulating inside the stadium. And of course, with all those people watching uh, who are also uh, ventilating heat, um, they're having problems breathing well done the u.s tennis federation what a smart idea putting a roof on let's move on to teaching i had a very interesting conversation with a vietnamese teacher yesterday he told me that he's teaching english in the sort of provinces and he wanted to uh, he wanted to improve his speaking skills by talking English to me, of course. And when I asked him a little about why he was motivated to do this, he, 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 he referred to the fact of his job. And I found out more that uh, the, the children that he's teaching have 
very little English skills. And so I basically advised him that his focus should not be on chat with me, but uh, looking at his presentation of material so that he is able to help his students learn basic reading skills by acquiring vowel sounds. These are the major problems for Thais and Vietnamese and anyone who doesn't or isn't familiar with the Roman numerals ABC. Not the Roman numerals, the Roman letters. And consequently, as a teacher, uh, the most important skill that I impart to my primary students who can't read is I, I manage to get them to memorize the consonant sounds by repetition, but then to enhance reading, I basically get them to write down the sounds of the vowels in their language and then we proceed to reading. So for example, uh, if I was saying the sentence, uh, I will give you my telephone number, I would tell them, right, I means the vowel I, will is the vowel I, give is the uh, vowel I, my is the vowel I, and telephone has has three vowel e, i, and o, and number uh and er. So, <laughs> what I do then is help them and prompt them with these vowel sounds, and the the results come quickly. So, if there are any teachers out there listening to this. Um, that is your way forward. Of course, you've got to have your own ability to recognize the vowels in the words. And if you can't do that, then I'm afraid really you shouldn't be teaching English. Moving on to leisure. Um, I saw a very interesting doc uh, music documentary last night. Brian Johnson, Life on the Road. This is where he, he's got a six-part series that was made last year and he interviews a famous rock artists about their life on the road and yesterday I watched the first one which was Roger Daltrey of The Who. There was some amazing footage of very early Who live stuff when they all looked like uh, babyish teenagers. Um, I think it was in 1962. Terrific stuff. And then we heard about, through Roger, how they tackled America, how um, drugs and booze ruined the lives of Moon and uh, Entwistle, and how they wrote Tommy and the effect on his uh, hearing. Um, it was an insightful documentary. It's available on uh, TV Chaos, uh, which is a British-based download torrent site. You do have to become a member to get hold of it, but it's well worthwhile. Okay, 
quickly, my listening uh, listening to music, I went on to um, 2006, uh, Recommendations, Back to Black, the second Amy Winehouse album. It's absolutely awesome. Uh, Amy, I miss you. And uh, Simpatico, uh, the new album in 2006 from the Charlatans. I continue to rave about this Manchester band uh, and lots of comparisons with the development of the Rolling Stones uh, in comparison with the development of the Charlatans. And lastly, uh, I saw an appalling movie last night. I usually praise all my movies, but I'm not going to praise this one. It was released last year, 2017. It's called Hangman. It's about a serial killer and it stars Al Pacino. It's absolutely dreadful, Al. What are you doing, man? This great actor delivering rubbish like this. Okay. I'll be seeing you tomorrow.